Long time no here. I'm back for another episode of the Diary of a Self-Employed Estate Agent. And uh, my absence has been because, well, we've moved house. The Taylor family have moved house. That's been a bit chaotic. And just dealing with a pipeline, firefighting, doing a few valuations here and there. That is where I have been. Admittedly, now the dust has settled. The seas are calm. And uh, admittedly, a few more valuations into the Diary wouldn't go amiss. But I guess many estate agents are feeling the same thing um, with um, fewer valuations than desired. I think prices are cooling ever so slightly. Certainly no doomster 30%, 40% as yet from what I'm seeing, but um, transaction numbers um, are definitely a little subdued, certainly for me that is, being candid, being honest, um, in comparison to this time last year. But hey-ho, um, can't complain and onwards we march. But I tell you where... I wanted to talk about today, and um, I don't know whether anybody else has thought of this. Maybe they have, maybe they haven't, and maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree, and, or maybe this topic might freaking annoy or frustrate or anger or piss people off, but hey-ho, say la vie. Right, it's high-end company cars in the world of estate agency. I'm not talking about getting a Ford Fiesta um, as, a, as a negotiator. I'm talking about, you know, a top-of-the-range Audi A4, A6, a BMW X5. I even, and what's prompted me to do this episode, um, was a well-known estate agency beginning with the letter F. Um, was dishing out cars to members of staff. And yet there was the usual fleet of very smart, lovely looking minis. Um, But there was also um, some Porsches, some Porsche, I think they were the KNs. They weren't the 911s, but they were the KNs. And we're talking, I don't know, 50, um, maybe I'm out of touch, 50, 60, 70 grand cars um, on lease deals that they're giving to top performing um, members of staff. And here's what got me thinking, right? Great to receive one of these cars, an accolade, a pat on the back, prestige, etc. But here's where I'm going. Is it, could it, or is it holding your career back? Having a fancy, schmancy company car, high-spec Mercedes, Porsche, whatever, is it actually doing harm to your career? And this, and, and that might sound absolutely freaking bonkers, but the reason why I ask is this. If you're in a nice, cushy job, and you've got a lovely company car, and everybody's a fucking lovely car. Look at, look at him. He, look at him. Look at her. Jesus, they're doing well. Aren't they clever? She's there. And you're put on that proverbial pedestal, um, and you are the big swinging you-know-what. You know, to give up the company car, because if you leave the job, you're going to have to give the car back. And and even if you're, you know, you're starting to have negative thoughts about the position or maybe you should leave or maybe the grass is greener or maybe, dare I say it, set up your own self-employed estate agency. But something holds you back. And could that something be, well, yeah, but I'd have to give up the frigging Porsche. And I really don't like to want to give up the Porsche because look at the accolades and prestige I have with the Porsche. Therefore, I'll just stick it out where I am. Now, to me, that's frigging lunacy and bonkers. I'd rather be in a clapped out um, uh, lava from the 1980s than, 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 than feel like a slave to a piece of metal. But maybe, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm the oddball. But I was discussing this on a walk with a friend of mine and his wife is a very successful lawyer. And, and I mentioned this, should we say, theory that I had. And he's like, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. And he says, listen, my wife is, you know, she could move job and get more money 
right? But she wouldn't necessarily have the same perks with health cover and um, the, the generous pension that she gets and the gym membership and the 32, 34 days holiday, all these lovely little extras and tidbits. He says, yeah, we love them and that's she loves them and that's great and it works for her. But yes, yeah, she probably could earn a bit more. So therefore, Simon, maybe your theory's right. Maybe you're onto something. So I don't know. And, and it made me think, well, why do bosses give out these fancy cars? Is it naturally to reward high-performing staff? Of course it is. And I'd be a freaking cynic not to, but to, to suggest that it isn't. But is there an underlying, you know what, if we give this top-performing negotiator branch manager who's just done half a million in fees for us fuck you know we don't want to lose them what can we do not to lose them let's give them a really fancy car that they'll really love and enjoy and get adulation from everybody in the office and their peers and other estate agencies and their friends and their families that level of prestige will trap them so is the question that i'm posing is uh, fancy Mercedes, a Porsche, an Audi, you know, a 40, 50, 60, 70 grand car that's given to you in the world of a state agency. Is it a trap? Um, and um, that's it for this episode. If anybody ever has any questions regarding self-employed estate agency and they want to know a wee bit more or pick my brain on anything regarding a state agency, if you think I can add any value, give me a shout. Drop me a line in the usual ways. Thanks for listening.